0: Hey, evolvers, it's allergy season in my part of the world, so if I sound a little funny other than my usual accent, please don't be alarmed and please forgive me if I'm not as clear or transparent as I usually am. With that being said, I want you to focus on a set of words you hear each time you listen to an episode of this podcast. In the introduction, the words, wanting to live our best lives. There are so many ways to affect how we live our best lives. It's why I created this podcast, because as individuals, our lives are continuously developing and unfolding. We can either guide it in a direction we would like or allow it to forge its own path. So a question already answered is that how our lives develop, how it unfolds, is the key to living our best lives. with certainty. We know we can't stop our lives from changing. All we can do is do our best to change in a manner we're happy with. And that's with control, which happens with the choices we make and the actions we take every day. And that's the relevance of this episode. In this episode, we are going to talk about habits. The things we should or can do every day that have a large probability of changing our lives that can help us build a better version of our lives let's get started Welcome to Evolving Life Podcast. In this podcast, we explore the continuously changing facets of our lives. How we adapt is the lessons we learn along the way and is the key to living our best lives. This podcast is your source for the motivation and encouragement you need to make your evolving life exactly what you want it to be. My name is Marlene and I am your host. Join me as I share the experiences, the lessons, and ideas for living an optimal life. I am going to start and end this episode with a quote. Because this quote is so apropos to this episode that it's worth mentioning now. It's one of my favorite quotes by philosopher Aristotle. Here is what he said. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Why do I love this quote? I'm sure a lot of you will agree with me when I say sometimes I get frustrated with myself because I feel as if an event A situation in my life is not what I want it to be. And you know, us humans are never easy in ourselves. We are the first to berate and judge ourselves for not being able to live up to our our own self-defined expectations. Then I think of this quote and I remind myself of a few things. First, that perfection is a myth, that in time I can and will do better and accomplish my goals that I just have to not give up. And yes, turn my routines into habits that will give me the results I want. I know I am generalizing here, and that's intentional. Because I want you, evolvers, to put yourself and your unique situation into your mind's eye. Imagine that it's your issues, your goals, your problems you're trying to solve. This being said, let's differentiate what routines are and what habits are. Routines are a part of the fabric of our lives. There isn't a single person on this planet who doesn't have many And I'm not exaggerating when I say many. Understanding what routines are isn't hard. Just consider your life and the things you do every day. Waking up at a specific time, brushing your teeth, having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, driving to work, driving from work, stopping at Starbucks for your morning latte, um, cleaning your home, doing your laundry, grocery shopping. The list of what's considered routine can go on and on. And normal humans like you and me have quite a few of them. Here's a simplistic definition of what routines are. It is the procedures and sequences of actions we do every day some at specific times, some in a specific order. The one thing these processes have in common is that we do them on autopilot with very little thought. Here is something most of us don't realize about routines. They are the building block of the habits that we form. Also, they anchor us and help us deal with stress and when unpredictable things happen. Here is an example of what I mean by unpredictability imagine that your routine is to wake up at 6am shower eat breakfast go out the door by 7:30 yet one morning you woke up at 7:30 your alarm didn't go off because of your established routines you know you'll be late you are under pressure to get out the door but you also know what your typical routines are before walking out the door You can think proactively and decide if you should call and say you'll be late or take a personal day. Without an established routine, chances are you would wake up, saw that you were late, and started running around your home trying to decide what's next. Imagine a headless chicken. Routines create order. And direction in our lives so that we don't have to stop and consider steps needed in order to accomplish a task. Now that we've established what routines are, let's connect it to habits. In order to form habits, we need to have established routines in place. Let me say that again. In order to form habits, you need to have established routines in place. Expecting to form a habit effortlessly will fail because habits require the structure of a routine. Let's take a quick break so that I can share this episode resources. I have this belief that when you want to accomplish something, you start by taking baby steps. I believe this because I've seen others who take small incremental steps achieve enormous results. Still, there are those who can jump right in with an all or nothing approach and achieve the same result. Many people choose this path, and if this is your way, I am right there with you, cheering you on. Unfortunately though, some fall short with this process. Why? Because it's overwhelming, it's uncomfortable, it's too much too soon. For them, there's a better path doing things gradually, one step at a time. All of this being said, with tracking habits, you can easily find apps for smartphones or tablets to track your progress. This is a jump right in method. And while people like me love this way, I also know that what works for me may not work for you. That's the beauty of individuality. If jumping right in makes you uneasy and doesn't appeal to you, and you would rather start slowly, I absolutely get that. And that is why this resource is for you. This week, I want to offer a free download to anyone interested in a free habit tracker template. They can print at home or their home office supply store to put front and center, whether on a fridge, bathroom mirror, or anywhere they can see it every day to help them build the habits that are important. To get your free tracker, just visit the show notes at the end of this episode. Before continuing with the habits that can change our lives, I want to share a generalized definition of what habits are. Habits are the small decisions we make and actions we perform every day that, if done consistently, becomes subconscious actions that impacts our lives. I've read online that habits are considered automatic urges, while routines require deliberate practice. I disagree greatly on this definition you can tell me if you agree or disagree with the point of view that routines are deliberate and habits are automatic, because I think it's the other way around. I believe routines are automatic. Whether you are waking up, taking a shower, cooking dinner, these are routines. But a habit is a deliberate choice, a choice to get out of bed, a choice to wake up at a certain time, a choice to take a shower every day. Speaking of taking a shower, let's use that as an example. You take a shower because you have to, right? That part is a routine. But as routine as it is, you can choose not to take a shower. But you know what will happen if you don't. So you make a choice to habitually take a shower. Even though you know you routinely take a shower, you can choose not to. The habit happens when you choose to take that shower every day, every time, because you care if you stink or not. I recently read a post online that cited Charles Duhigg, an author who wrote the book, Power of Habits, Why We All Do What We Do in Life and Business, is the title of the book. The post mentioned the process of habit formation that I thought was very insightful. Here is a process of habit formation, according to Duhigg. The cue, the reward, the routine. Let's use my shower example to expand on his habit formation process. The cue would be taking a shower. The reward would be cleanliness, not smelling. The routine that leads to a habit would be what you consistently do, which is take a shower every day, right? Let me give you an example from the post I read, which I'm going to include the link to the post in the show notes. The post reference NPR given an example of this habit formation process. Here it is. About a hundred years ago, say higg no one in America brushed his or her teeth. But when one of the nation's most prominent advertising executives, Claude C. Hopkins, heard about a new toothpaste called Pepsodent, he thought he would make a killing. Hopkins made the product into a daily habit and provided a reward, a clean, tingly feeling. The reason I cited the example given in the post is because I want you to realize something. Our habits have been on the forefront of every business in the business of selling products and services. Grocery stores, banks, they all have departments whose sole focus is to understand and take advantage of the personal habits of their consumers. That's the importance of habits. These businesses know that habits have a lasting impact on those who choose to develop them because they can change lives, because they affect our decision, our actions. And to bring the focus back to this podcast, it helps us create the life we want. Are you ready for the 10 habits that can change your life? Here is the first one, gratitude. I'm going to start with this one because I think a lot of us don't show our gratitude often enough. Not because we're selfish or don't feel thankful for the things we have and the life we lead. It's mostly because we don't think about it. We don't express it because we are too busy living our lives. I want to say I hate, but in actuality, I love, and I'm being sarcastic right now. When I hear someone complaining about some event in their lives that's happening in that moment, they get so consumed with the issue, whatever that issue may be, trying to solve it or shove it back in a box. What most people cannot do is put things into perspective. Yes, you are stressed right now because of whatever reason, but step back, look at your life. You are not just alive, you're healthy. You get to wake up every morning and start a new day. Gratitude is such an important habit worth developing because it gets us to see through a lens of thankfulness. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life right now. Just think, someone else is experiencing so much worse than you. Here is number two, kindness. I don't know about you, but where I live in the United States, if you go into any of the retail stores in my community, they are selling these plaques, wall art, desk art. And I swear there are more of them about being kind, than any other. I love wall and desk art. They are motivational for me and I don't deny that I've gone into one of many local retailers with the purpose of finding a new motivational quote to inspire me. I also won't deny that I sometimes walk out of those retail stores pissed off because all they had in there was plaques about kindness. Something occurred to me one day though, That perhaps there are so many of them because of the effect of kindness, such as being happier because you're kind, less stressed, more productive, more considerate, and even more important, being a better person if you know how to be kind. Here's something else kindness does. It makes us smile. Every time I've gone above and beyond to help someone, no matter how small, put a smile on my face, both externally and internally. Now, you you may ask, how do you smile internally? I can tell you that you can actually smile internally. It's a feeling that you get of positivity, of having a sense of well-being. I'm sure you've experienced it. You just never gave that feeling a label. Now you know you have an inner smile. Here is number three, journaling. I believe one of the most important ways to live life consciously proactively, and with intention is to reflect. We can shut ourselves off from the world by not being totally honest or standoffish with the ones we love, or by being a Karen, which is a pejorative slang for someone who portrays themselves as obnoxious, angry, entitled. Just as a side note, another part of defining a Karen is being racist, white, and middle-aged. But I believe that this negative title isn't just for white middle aged women. I know a lot of other nationalities that are young and old that share the same characteristic of a Karen. This is one reason I hate labels. Anyway, to get back on track, whether you are a Karen or the person everyone avoids for whatever reason, in the end, comes back to you and what you think or feel about yourself. You're the one who will need to sleep well at night. One way to deal with rejection, whether well intentioned or otherwise, is reflecting and facing your truth. For many of us, this can't happen with another person. We're not willing to sit and be honest with someone, even if it's someone you trust. You can, though, in a journal. It allows you to reflect on your life. The good, the bad, and in between. When we journal and use the act to reflect on our lives, we give ourselves the chance to pause and detangle our thoughts and perspective. Again, to admit our truth. Reflecting isn't the only benefit though. Consider that journaling can help you be more confident, reduce stress and anxiety, keep you on track with the things in your life that's important to you such as goals and so much more speaking of goals it is number 4 of the habits worth developing what do we realize it we set goals we may call it a different name but the aim is the same short term long term we set them regardless of the reasons but with one aim in mind to achieve something here's the gist though we need to set goals with intention this is the habit worth developing. We want to always set goals with intention for these really important reasons, to get direction with the things we want to accomplish, to be motivated with what we are trying to achieve, to see our progress. Altogether, with why setting goals is a great habit to form, it provides a sense of purpose in our lives. The fifth habit that will change your life challenging yourself every day. Let me start this habit by asking a question. How comfortable are you with your comfort zone? You know those areas or times in your life where you feel safe and comfortable and familiar? Comfort and knowing what to expect and familiarity is nice. What's that saying? Don't change it if it ain't broken. Complacency? An unwillingness to change or challenge ourselves gets us nowhere in life. What happens when we challenge ourselves daily? Simply, we grow. The more we grow, the more we achieve. Number six, connect with your spirituality. This habit is not about embracing a particular religion. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic, Baptist, Methodist, or practicing Judaism. To me, spirituality is not about religion. It's a vast concept with different perspectives that's personal to each of us. It is about a power greater than ourselves, of recognizing that we are a part of a whole, a part of the divine that is life and nature. Why would you want to make spirituality a habit? because it contributes to our sense of self. It gives us purpose that's greater than the goals we set or even the habits we form. Also, spirituality strengthens us and contributes to our outlook about our future. It also anchors us to our life goals and our values. Here is number seven, adapting an open mindset. One of the most disheartening experience to have is meeting someone whose blatant disregard for other people's culture, way of life, ideology is looked down on. It always saddens me when I hear someone having what I like to call word spasms, where they go on and on about something they either know nothing or very little about, or Or they're so close-minded that they refuse to see things from another perspective. Just because you think one way and do something a different way, it doesn't make your way the right way or the only way or the better way. You can't help but feel sorry for anyone who doesn't allow themselves to see another perspective. There should be two outcomes you're trying to make happen in this habit. The first one is working hard every day to not be that person who is not approachable. That sees things two ways, figuratively black and white. To accomplish this, you need to establish the habit of always being open, which for a lot of us is not a simple thing to do, but you need to try. It's that important. Seeing the perspective of others allows you to see the value and opportunity of life from someone else's point of view. You should always be okay with the differences between others. Evolvers, it's clear I was on a major soapbox with number seven. That's because I feel deeply about this one. Because if you're a person of color, if you're gay, if you live in a less than desirable neighborhood, if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, if you're a Jewish Catholic, I could go on and on with the differences we as humans have. I won't say any more about this. I think you get the point. Let's move on. Number eight, make it a habit to laugh about something every day. I know you may not have expected this one to be on the list. It's understandable. Laughing is not something we do every day. And some of us, unfortunately, have very little to laugh about. However, something as simple that we don't think about and only do when there is a reason to has benefits that can change your life. Let me share a few of those benefits. It strengthens your immune system. Have you heard of NK cells? Apparently, these are cells in our body that fight viruses and bacteria. Here's not a benefit. It activates and releases stress, which makes it easier to deal with difficult situations. I'm sure you've heard the cliché laughter is the best medicine. It's a statistical fact that when we make it a point to laugh as often as possible, our physical and mental health benefits. Here is number 9. Make it a habit to eat for sustenance, not stress or comfort. I'm not going to dwell on this one too much. I will only say this. Obesity is a problem worldwide. I truly believe why so many people are not at their ideal weight is because of things such as stress. Stress that's different for each of us. Also, depending on where you live in the world, I know there are people who deal with life obstacles by not eating, but there are a lot of us, and I'm saying us because I am just as guilty of this, a lot of us that reach for food because we are stressed, angry, bored, frustrated. If we were to attempt to not use food to make ourselves feel better, there would be less obesity in the world. I truly believe that. Now for the final habit that I believe Can change your life. Ready for it? Here it is. Wake up early. Speaking from my personal experience, I wasn't always an advocate for waking up early. I'm sure many of you will agree with me when I say your bed feels phenomenal in the morning, especially if it's raining or snowing outside. I'm also sure you've heard all about how much you can accomplish if you get up early. The many claims you've heard are true. Here is why I think getting up early should be a part of the habits that you establish. It increases your ability to be a better functioning, more productive human. When you wake up early, you don't have to rush to the bathroom to do that morning routine out of the door for another routine of getting to work or whatever urgencies awaits you. First thing in the morning, you can simply breathe. Imagine getting out of bed at an unhurried pace. You're able to think about the day, and your plans, and how they will unfold. This is a stark difference than when you are waking up, say at seven, and you have to be at work by eight thirty, and it takes forty five minutes to get there, and only if there isn't any incident that would cause further delay. Regardless of what your intentions are on any day, waking up at a decent hour, I won't say what that hour is because we're all different, but it makes a difference in how we function throughout the day. Okay, Evolvers, what do you think of the 10 habits I believe can change your life? Share your thoughts on fullliving.com forward slash community. I'm going to end this episode with my final thoughts and of course a quote. Here are my thoughts. The habits we perform every day can either make our efforts to achieve the things we want in life easier or harder. And if you take one thought from this episode on habits, I hope it's that developing habits that are important to you can actually change your life and your brain. Good habits sustain can help you accomplish your goals. They can make you feel like the champion of your life. Here's this sweet quote. It's words said by John C. Maxwell. He is a best-selling author, coach, and speaker. Here's what he said. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of success is found in your daily routine. See you next week, Evolvers. That's the end of another episode of Evolving Life. You can connect with us online at fullerliving.com forward slash community. You'll find the link in our show notes. While there, don't forget to share your thoughts.